the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Hour number two of the Bruce Hooley Show, final hour of the week, always begins with Jack Windsor of the Ohio Press Network. I love these conversations because you find out what the real news is, and you will not find that out in the mainstream media in this city. That is for sure. And in this state, follow Jack on Twitter, at Jack Windsor, W-I-N-D-S-O-R, and you can find his outstanding site online at theohiopressnetwork.com. So, Jack, we have now two debates scheduled between Tim Ryan and J.D. Vance. This took a long time. To put together, do you think this is to one candidate's advantage over another, or is this the kind of thing that you pretty much have to do it if you're in a tight race? Yeah, that's a great question. First of all, thanks for having me, Bruce. It's an honor to be here with you and the Answer family. Thanks for choosing me. Yes, I think it's necessary. A recent poll that came out indicated Ohioans want to see these two on stage. I think the reason that many Ohioans want to see these two on stage is that their messaging is all over the place. And when I say that, I'm really looking at Tim Ryan, who uh, has voted one way and has spent a lot of money uh, purporting to be someone else in his TV ads. And I think Ohioans are going, okay, let's get this guy on stage and let's let them hash it out. So they have picked uh, two dates. It looks like one is October 10th in Cleveland. That'll be covered by Fox 8 broadcasting in Columbus, Dayton, Youngstown, and Steubenville. And then they're going to Tim Ryan's turf there in Youngstown with WFNJ, and that one will take place at the Shambaugh Auditorium on October 17th. Who does this favor? Great question. Uh, we've all seen Tim Ryan on the stage when he ran for president, and I had uh, the opportunity to see J.D. Vance twice on stage when the Ohio Press Network hosted the GOP U.S. Senate candidate forums last year. I will tell you uh, just my personal opinionated observation. Uh, J.D. Vance on stage is much better than Tim Ryan. So I would expect Tim Ryan will have some tricks up his sleeve. I know they talk a lot about J.D. Vance's uh, nonprofit organization, and they're alleging that he was uh, put propping up a drug manufacturer that is responsible for the you know, the epidemic of drugs here in America and in Ohio. Uh, but J.D. Vance has a lot to fire at Tim Ryan, so it's going to be interesting for sure. Yeah, it is. And I, you know, Ryan, as you said, has not really, in his television commercials, owned his voting record. And I don't know how effective it is with voters for Ryan to get on stage and continue to deny that, sure, I voted with Joe Biden 100% of the time, but I'm not that guy anymore. I'm actually like a real Trump guy and all this kind of stuff. What kind of gullibility is there among an elect? to believe that? Well, look, I think the elections are determined by independents. There are, you know, 30% that are not going to budge 30 on one side, 30% that are not going to budge on the other side. And then there are the people in the middle, and some of them are political junkies, and some of them wait until, you know, the week before to dust up on stuff. And so I think speaking to those people uh, is what's going to sway uh, the election. And uh, frankly, if 
J.D. Vance does a good job, he's going to do exactly what you just said, which is say, okay, you say these things, but you voted this way. <laughs> um, you know, and I don't know how much J.D. has to go on the offensive other than to hold up, you know, Tim Ryan's voting record and things that he said in the past versus what he has promised to do now. And I think if he does that, I think reasonable people are going to go, okay, um, I'm not sure I want to vote for this guy. I, I have, again, opinion. I had Tim Ryan losing that race by six to eight points. But looking at on the outside at the money funneled into this race, I think Democrats think that it is a much tighter race than that. Jack Windsor, our guest, theohiopressnetwork.com. Follow him on Twitter at Jack Windsor. And Tim Ryan was raising money with Hollywood types. Now, he's banged on J.D. Vance for being a Peter Thiel creation. And Ryan has not, has he been to Congress lately? Like he's seeding his vote through proxy, not even to an Ohio person. He seeds it to a California congressperson. So I don't know. That's kind of a hard case to make, isn't it? That J.D. Vance is not an Ohio guy. When Ryan's out on the West Coast, not in Congress, not doing the job he's being paid to do. You know, Bruce, I think you've spent a lot of time in the sports arena, writing and, and broadcasting and I spent a lot of time in that area growing up, and I remember several of my coaches saying to me, the best way to get to the place you want to go is to do the absolute best where you are. And I think that's the issue, right? That's the rub, is that Tim Ryan wrote a letter, uh, and by the way, this is about his 30th letter since October of 2020. He wrote a letter to the House clerk, Cheryl Johnson, and in it, he said, I'm unable to physically attend proceedings in the House chamber due to the ongoing public health emergency. Now, what's eye-popping about that isn't the fact that Democrat President Joe Biden declared the pandemic over 10 days earlier because Ryan wrote this letter on Wednesday the 28th. It's that Ryan wasn't isolating, quarantining, or ill, but he was instead, as you just said, at a ritzy bash of Hollywood elites to collect cash for his race against Republican J.D. Vance for the Senate. And the rap.com released an article with the headline, Ohio Senate hopeful Tim Ryan arrives in California to collect Hollywood cash. Now, in, uh, in the, by the way, uh, they projected he'd get about $100,000 at that event. Now, in his defense, he's not the only one. Um, when the COVID-19 pandemic response began, House rules changed. And when you look at Ohio's House delegation in D.C., consisting of 16 members, only four uh, Balderson, Shabbat, Davidson, and Jordan uh, do not seem to have assigned a proxy to vote in their absence over the past couple of years. However, Tim Ryan has done it, like I said, about 29 times. So he's near the top of the list uh, of the most frequent users of that uh, new House rule. Uh, we are talking with Jack Windsor of the Ohio Press Network. Their site is theohiopressnetwork.com. And with the midterms coming up, we thought maybe Marcy Captor in the northwest corner of the state might be uh, in danger of losing a seat she's had since, I don't know, since the Pilgrims came over. Uh, but the candidate against her, endorsed by Donald Trump, J.R. Majewski, uh, it just seems like every day there's a new tornado with the campaign of J.R. Majewski. I heard him speak Sunday in Plain City where he attributed the questions about his military record to a tactical attack by the captor campaign to ask questions that the military takes six weeks to answer. Six weeks, of course, is going to be after the midterms. Now we've got the AP... Uh, flirting around the edges of publishing a story, or maybe they have by now, of a DUI from 21 years ago with J.R. Majewski. Um, your assessment here, is this is this a is captor going to win now because of all this bad press? What's your thought? Well, so let's, <laughs> it's going to be a tight race, I believe. Uh, I think this kind of stuff, though, 
does give her an edge. She's been in office since 1983 and obviously has uh, deep ties to uh, national press outlets. And so, you know, the first round of attack was, you know, Majewski having to refute the claim that he misrepresented his military service. And he did that in a press conference. Uh, you know, the one caveat being Master Sergeant Jason uh, was an anonymous figure um, th- that they interviewed. And uh, the Master Sergeant uh, for the United States Air Force not only supported the claim that Majewski served in combat, but also said that he remembers seeing him in Afghanistan. So it was as if he got over that first hump, that first speed bump, if you will. But then, as you mentioned, um, the Associated Press then published a report uh, citing that Majewski was pulled over in 2001 uh, for driving drunk on a base in Okinawa, Japan. And uh, the rub there is that in the story they released the week before, it appears that Majewski's campaign said that he didn't climb the ranks as quickly uh, as he could have or should have because he got into a fight in the barracks. However, it appears that the drunk driving incident also had something to do with it, and they're claiming that he willfully and in bad faith omitted that information from the initial AP report. So they published it. Um, and we're still going through some of the paperwork that we've received. It does appear that he was cited. It does appear um, that, you know, he was punished and that um, his blood alcohol level uh, did have alcohol in it, but uh, not at a rate that would have uh, resulted in his being cited in the United States. However, it does appear um, that it's another and maybe even a bigger speed bump for him to overcome. Parents try to get such such and such people to show up with you, or if you're Tim Ryan, you try not to be photographed with Joe Biden. (laughs) I still, I've heard Ryan was at the Intel opening. I've not seen a picture, and I noticed that where where the uh, VIP area was, at least he wasn't there when I got a view of it on television. Now we have Don Trump Jr. coming to Ohio to campaign with J.D. Vance. Your thoughts on the effectiveness of these kinds of, quote-unquote, big-name people coming into the state to campaign with people who are running for high political office? Well, look, if your name is Trump, there is an excitement uh, that gets drummed up in a a significant number of people in the state of Ohio. Uh, Donald Trump won Ohio by eight points in 16 and in 20, and there is uh, an embedded and loyal group of voters that will support what he says to support. So uh, I think that goes without saying that it it will create some buzz. The interesting part, and I've talked about this a couple of times, is that you know the left has continued to 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 prop up Donald Trump's shortcomings and January sixth, and now Mar-a-Lago. And I've pointed out that the interesting thing is that is a it seems to be a strategy for them to divert attention from the failed policies and uh, probably the most unpopular president in modern history. And so it's like, hey, look over here at Donald Trump, and if you do, you don't have to look at the failures of the Democratic Party over the past two years. So it's interesting that Vance is bringing in uh, Donald Trump Jr. for that reason, but I think it will uh, drum up excitement. As I said, they're going to be in Perrysburg, they're going to be in Columbus, and they're going to be in Caledonia on October 5th. Jack Windsor, The Ohio Press Network, their site, theohiopressnetwork.com. Jack's Twitter is at Jack Windsor, W-I-N-D-S-O-R. Jack, always great to have you on. Hope you have a wonderful weekend. God bless you, Bruce. Thanks for choosing. So one of the, no, not one of the, the greatest evil 
in our world today, in our country today, not so much in the world as in our country, is the transgender agenda. I say agenda because it is a movement, a purposeful movement, meant to do a couple things. Number one, blur the lines, eliminate the lines between men and women. But the real game plan is to eradicate God from our culture. After all, if you can ordain and make reality something as essential to who you are as your sex, then, well then, why do you need God to determine whether you're man or woman? The truth is God creates humans, male and female. The rejection of that truth is a horrific evil, and it has gained first a toehold, then a foothold, and now is rapidly approaching becoming a stronghold in our culture. I say this because it is now common for people to testify before the United States Congress under oath and swear to the veracity that men can be women merely by saying they are. That women can be men merely by saying they are. Yesterday was just such an occasion. Uh, Dr. Bhavik Kumar is a doctor who works for Planned Parenthood. Um, He was speaking at a House Oversight Committee hearing yesterday. But before he spoke, Dr. Bhavik Kumar, whose Twitter handle is TXAbortionDoc, So he's an abortion doctor in Texas. He tweeted two things. First, my name is Dr. Bhavak Kumar. I am a family med physician and a trans and abortion care provider. Today I will testify before Congress on the impacts of abortion bans because my patients deserve better and because we need to name these bans what they are rooted in, white supremacy. So abortion bans are rooted in white supremacy. Interesting perspective in that abortions fall disproportionately on the black community. And if Dr. Bhavak Kumar is, well, for him to be correct, he would be making the case that white supremacists are campaigning to keep blacks from dying in abortions. I do not think that white supremacists would be about that agenda that Dr. Bhavak Kumar says is inherent in the abortion movement, <laughs> the, pro, uh, the pro-life movement, rather. Uh, Alan, do you have a thought on that? Margaret Sanger. Yeah, Margaret Sanger. She was a eugenist and wanted to eradicate black people from the earth via abortion. Now, Bhavak Kumar went back to Twitter with one more thought. Trans people exist. Trans people have abortions. Abortion is essential health care, and so is gender-affirming care. I will not let bullies who are out of touch with reality silence or stop me from advocating for people who need trans and abortion care. Well, as luck would have it, uh, Dr. Bivak Kumar, after he got off his Twitter machine, uh, went before the House Oversight Committee, and he encountered Georgia Republican Congressman Andrew Clyde. And, uh, well, this is how 
Dr. Kumar's interaction went with Congressman Clyde. Dr. Kumar, can biological men become pregnant and give birth? Um, so men can have pregnancies, especially trans men. Uh, so, so can biological men become pregnant and give birth? So are you saying that a biological female who identifies as a man and therefore becomes pregnant is, quote, a man? Is that what you're saying? These questions about who can become pregnant are really missing the point. I'm here to talk no, about no, no, what's no, no, happening no. in I, Texas. I, this is me Somebody, asking a question and you question. answering. I'm asking the question, sir, not you. Right, and I'm answering the question. Somebody with a uterus may have the capability of becoming pregnant, whether they're a woman or a man. That doesn't make okay, a difference. Okay, we're done. Not we're every done. person with this a uterus has the ability Let me to tell you, pregnant. if a person has this a uterus is and is born, as a, is born female, they are a woman. That is not a man, and the vast majority of the world considers that to be a woman because there are biological differences between men and women. I mean, clearly, any high school biology class teaches that men and women have different chromosomes. Females are XX chromosome and male are XY chromosome. Can't believe it's necessary to say this, but men cannot get pregnant and cannot get birth, give birth, regardless of how they identify themselves. 100% true. Dan Clyde, or Andrew Clyde, is absolutely correct. Now, did you notice he was precise, Representative Klein was precise, Clyde was precise, in asking the question, can biological men get pregnant? Now, first of all, there is no other kind of man other than a biological man. <laughs> but we say biological man because the left will tell you that a woman who claims they are a man is a trans man. But they are not a biological man. They, would, they do not make the argument that a, that a trans man is a biological man. Because they know that that's not true. So, Dr. Kumar is like, yeah, trans men can be pregnant. And he goes, no, 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 no. Biological men. A man with a penis. Can a man with a penis, and there's no other kind of man, become pregnant? So he's pinned Dr. Kumar down on, and he even asked him, are you saying that a trans man can be pregnant? Now, a trans man can be pregnant because a trans man is a woman. A trans man is a woman. A woman who says she's a man is, in fact, still a woman and could become pregnant, but she's not a man. And that's where Dr. Kumar realizes he has no escape route, and he says, well, these questions are really like, I'm not going to answer these questions. You're not going to answer the question because you can't answer the question and maintain your delusion that a woman who is pregnant and no one other than a woman can become pregnant is not a man, any kind of man. So thankfully, Andrew Clyde and people like Andrew Clyde still exist in the highest halls of government, but unfortunately, very unfortunately, Many more, or many exist, who are either afraid to say what Andrew Clyde said yesterday, or who, like Joe Biden, Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, on and on and on, every Democrat, including Tim Ryan, would tell you that, no, if you say you are a man, you are a man. No, you are not a man just because you say you are. 
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.